American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, Kobe Brown, Des Moines Hodge, and a among some other Tigers, have been added in the NBA Summer League. We're going to talk a little bit about that, how they've played so far, uh, plus just a couple other Mizzou sports updates. We'll have quick hits, and then we're going to finish uh, the show with some MLB talk. Uh, the All-Star Game is at the start of this week, so we're going to do our home run derby brackets. Uh, the draft is going on right now, so we'll get some, I'm sure, input from uh, from Kenny and Peyton if there's any uh, crazy breaking news picks and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk a little baseball um, to end the show. So, uh, fun stuff coming up for everybody, and it all starts right now. Attention. Everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule. Today is Monday, July 10th, and a few Missouri Tigers are in full swing in the NBA Summer League. Um, one of my favorite parts of the NBA season. I love watching all the prospects and stuff um, personally, but um, of course, Kobe Brown and Demoy Hodge from last season's team, as well as Drew Smith. Um, from a couple of, of seasons past. Peyton talked about him last show with that great uh, Anthony Christensen feature. Um, have all been in action in the first couple games of Summer League as it's gone, uh, as it's gotten underway. A little bit weird and cool, uh, and cool, of course, to see these guys, first of all, Kobe and Des Moines in their respective um, L.A. jerseys. Kobe, of course, played his first game last night with the Clippers um, while Hodge started on Friday and actually played again tonight for the Lakers. Um, so just running through stats real quick. Um, I know Hodge so far in those, in those three games with the Lakers, he's played, he's averaged 8.6 points, 1.6 rebounds and a steal that does not include, um, his fourth game tonight, which was arguably his best. He had 16 points, five rebounds, two assists and a steal in yet another start. Um, so big stuff for Des Moines and then Kobe in his first game, 11 points, nine rebounds, two assists and a steal. Again, that's just one game. His first with the Clippers so far, um, which was Saturday night. So Kenny Payton starting with those two, um, you know, how cool and, and maybe weird is it for you guys to see them in them in action in New Jersey's and, and, you know, what do you make of, of their play almost at completely the next level, but at least at the next level in the NBA summer league so far. Weird is definitely the best word for it right now. I mean, I, it was so surreal watching Kobe, especially, I mean, just seeing him in a blue Jersey, blue and red and white. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's straight out of people's nightmares normally, but it was actually like really cool. Um, hit his first three point attempt, his first shot in the, uh, in the summer league. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, I will say number 21. I don't like that number on him. He's 24. And I just, I find it so weird. He's wearing 21. 
Uh, I was getting annoyed at his teammates uh, and his coaching. <laughs> no more plays need to be drawn up for your first round pick. We don't need to watch Mr. Preston. Although, thank you for uh, beating UVA in the tournament two years ago. Um, we don't need to watch him take shot after shot in the first quarter. We want to see Kobe Brown. Um, and Demoy, I haven't caught any of his games, but I have seen he's done well. People really like him uh, on the Lakers, which Lakers fans are going to do that. They'll hype up everybody and ev- any and everybody. Uh, but Demoy has earned it so far. So hopefully that continues for both of them. I'm, I'm the total opposite. I've caught more of Des Moines Hodges games and Kobe Brown's. Uh, I missed Kobe Brown's first game in a Clippers uniform because I was watching the All-Star Futures game. Uh, prospects come before Kobe. And I, we, Peyton and I have talked about well, this before. Even, I was gonna say. He, he is a prospect. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 he is. And he, he prioritizes prospect. his prospects. I prioritize my baseball prospects. Yeah. Uh, Peyton, Jack and I, we've talked about this before. Like We, we kind of grew up with Kobe. I feel like he's like kind of like an older brother. We saw him mature and become a total different basketball player the last three years. So it's still kind of weird to see a guy you've thought about his college for life almost, like thinking about Kobe Brown, and now he's in the NBA. Um, the, the fun thing, you know, it's like we're seeing the same Des Moines Hodge just professionally. Like it's the guy getting paid more to play basketball. And that's just like the crazier thing to me. This guy was playing in some smallest college. I think he, even, he was at a JUCO before he went to Cleveland State, and now he's in the NBA. And this was a, a – tweet from uh, Javon Bula, who's a Lakers reporter for The Athletic. Um, Lakers two-way guard Demoy Hodge says he's modeled his game after Contavious Caldwell Pope. I-, I can see that. I mean, that that look, that look is just who he is, and he's looked really good there. Um, and, it, I mean, it's been fun to watch. Yeah, I think, uh, one, it's a mark of a good prospect. I mean, how many guys are saying, I model my game after Contavious Caldwell Pope? No disrespect to KCP whatsoever. That man is an NBA champion. He's he's a, a rock-solid role player. But, you know, I feel like when players are comparing themselves, they they kind of swing for the fences. They want, you know, they want to compare themselves to, you know, Kevin Durant, like Victor Wembanyama said he modeled his game after. But I think it's pretty cool for Des Moines, especially to be, you know, so grounded as to as to say like, yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm a KCP guy, just a, a three and D role player. Um, you know, I know I know my role and know what I'm gonna offer teams. And you're right, Kenny. Um I do think it it has felt more with him. Yes, he's played more than Kobe has. Uh, but it has felt like we are kind of watching the same Demoy Hodge we saw at Mizzou, just just doing it again at a at a higher level. He seems to be transitioning the good parts of his game and the bad parts as well. And we can get into some of those specific specifics as well if if y'all want. But yeah, very much just he's still finding those gaps on the three. He's got that quick trigger. He's still you know going for those weird little pokeaways, getting into passing lanes. It's the same Demoy we've seen, Peyton. I love the point you made about Kobe Brown's number. I was also watching him last night. We're recording this on Sunday, so he played Saturday night. Um, I don't like 21 either. I was I was going to bed trying to think of what number I think could be better for him. 24 is obviously a very easy easy one, given Kobe. Um, but 32 is one that 30, springs to mind to, for me. That's I, I think eight. In the three, two. I also thought eight. That's funny. Or eight plus and, 24. I mean, you could do 32 yeah. there. Yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, Wait. yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, you're yeah. right. Journalism yeah, majors in math. Yeah. Blame, blame Norman Powell though. He's he's 24 for Clippers <laughs> right now. Uh, he won't so, be when he gets a get Norman out off Harden, the team but, already. And he'll he'll eight will free up when uh, the Clippers get hardened. But um, yeah, I I think it's it's just been interesting and yes, a little bit weird to kind of get used to watching where you do hear you know like Doris Burke giving a quick little quib about Kobe Brown or Dennis Gates and it's something 
that the three of us have entrenched ourselves in, at least with Kobe for four years and with Dennis, obviously this past season. So yeah, it is, it is definitely um, a little bit weird. We shouldn't also forget, and we can kind of delve into, I guess, more of just what we've seen from them on the court. We, I think we've watched all three of these guys in different, you know, amounts over the, the past summer league. And for this guy, Drew Smith, the past year, of course, he's been, um, you know, floating around the NBA for a little bit right now. He spent time with the heat and the nets and he's now back on the heat. He's been playing a little bit in the summer league had, I believe he's made two appearances scored. I know nine points and then 13 in his second one has obviously done a little bit of, of everything with the rebounding and the playmaking. We know what kind of Drew Smith, you know, offers, but with him and then these other two for y'all, you know, kind of what have you seen? Do these skills that we've seen for so long in college seem transferable to y'all? I won't lie. I have not watched anyone else's summer league games. Um, but I will say Drew Smith in terms of just fitting with the heat really is like a glove almost just because, I mean, if you read the story from Anthony Christensen that we talked about last time on the show, um, he just embodies the undrafted work ethic, grind every second you're on the floor culture that like you think of with the heat. Uh, Some might say so heat I, culture. Yeah. He, he culture embodied the next Udonis Haslam might I say. Um, <laughs> and m- mention that story about the tooth. I mean, that's, that's heat mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember the full story. Yeah, the story was what his first season at Evansville, his coach, Marty uh, Simmons, uh, he told a story of how, like, his first practice, I don't remember if it was his first practice, I believe it was, as a freshman during a practice, a loose ball happened. Drew Smith just went full effort, dove head first, his tooth chipped off the floor chipped off the floor and then he still came back to practice later um that's who drew smith is and i mean you saw that especially his last season at mizzou he does everything out there he can shoot the three uh he's he can create his own shot inside uh great defender should have won sec player of the year um but yeah and as for the as for the other guys i can't really speak on them Mark Smith certainly had his own troubles <laughs> on the way out. Just wasn't a great three-point shooter. Jante um, was a great Tiger. Uh, he got hurt, much like his brother. He, a part of the biggest what-if, I would say, for Mizzou basketball is if him and MPJ had been able to stay on the floor at the same time. Uh, but uh, happy to see just a bunch of Tigers out there. Is it... The if you have you have to put a tooth on ice for like like right after it falls out or you won't be able to go back in your mouth or is that a finger? I thought it was like a finger, like I think that's a finger. Yeah, I I don't think you can save teeth. (laughs) I think those are just bones. You can just glue it back on or it grows back. It's a bone. (laughs) You get like a wooden tooth or a gold one. Replace that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I haven't really paid that much attention to summer league games. I think the last time I really was invested in summer league is when Lonzo Ball was playing in it, just because. I thought Lonzo Ball was going to be a big deal. Unfortunately, yeah. he's been riddled with injuries in his career thus far. But, I mean, I I hope that there's, you know, some good games out there. I hope one of these Tigers makes a bid for the MVP of the Summer League. I, I know, like, guy who walked in here, Victor Wembanyama, was probably, like, the, the favorite. But he's kind of struggled in his first game. We'll talk about that later. But I, I really don't have anything else to say. I think Peyton hit, uh, hit the nail on the head with Drew Smith. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I can – 
I can delve deep into into some of what I've seen um, from a lot of these guys. There was obviously, you know, like Peyton said first and foremost, with that you have these a lot of these tigers now, you know, floating around. We had a a Demoy Hodge pickpocketing Drew Smith, and and I think that was a pretty cool video for for people to see, like you know, tiger on tiger crime, like these guys are are playing together and there's, there's more and more in the NBA in the last couple of seasons than I think this program and fans of this program have seen, um, you know, in a long time as for like, you know, I won't, I won't go to like nerding out on summer league games as much as I, I like to do in my, in my own time. But, you know, I, I have watched a good amount of Des Moines. I missed his game today. So I'm going to have to rewatch that because it seemed like he played pretty good. Um, the skills for him, like, the good and the bad, like I mentioned, is going to transfer. Um, on Friday night when he played, he made threes. He, you know, makes the smart defensive play. Um, but I think what I noticed from him, defense starting first, is like what he's going to run into is it's a lot harder in the NBA to do the whole technique of letting a guard go by you and then kind of trying to poke it away or just trying to, you know, slap at the ball. Um there was like Matisse Thibel was really good at doing that for like a season. And then teams kind of figured that out. Des Moines is going to struggle against guards who are able to keep the ball close to their body. And he's going to have to learn how to face up and be strong against those guys. And then offensively too. And I, I was glad to see it looked like he was doing it more today. He has to be, I think a like fearless attacking kind of closeout. So when, when players they're going to over contest his shot, cause he can make threes and him being able to then, you know, pump fake or beat a guy off the dribble and get to the cup. I think, you know, I, I think it was Gabe that tweeted. He thought he saw him do that more today in this game or on in, on Sunday, in Sunday's game than he has seen at Mizzou all season. So that's already something he looks like he's improving on. Um, Kobe, correct me if I'm, yeah. me if I'm wrong. I mean... More in the NBA, you definitely see a lot more defense in college. I mean, people are in your face constantly. I feel like it's a little bit laid back in the NBA as of late. I mean, you see more defense at the rim, though, right? Like you're seeing more in the paint, and I think that's going to be a kind of a, a difference for him. Is that you know he's making all these plays like in the face of these guards. Yeah, it's it's like it's going to be weird because like obviously people know he's a shooter, and you know they know they know the shots they need to contest. So it's going to be about you know reading a defense and kind of not being afraid to almost play a little face up or a little more isolation. I think his first, his first instinct will always be to be an off ball shooter. And I think that's great, but it's the, the things that'll set him apart and continue to keep him employed, quite frankly, will be like when he gets those catch, when he gets those catches and they are a little bit in traffic and he's able to beat a defender, maybe get off a runner, get to the rim and get fouled. Like you said, Kenny, against some of these like bigger defenders um, again, this is from a small sample size in the summer league so far, but mm-hmm. what he's, I mean, what he's doing is great. He's, he is transferring the good skills of his game as well. And like, if he can just be in passing lanes and be a pest against like guards defensively and then make threes, you know, he's, he's going to find a team that wants him, even though he's a little bit old, like, I don't know. This was a hot take I had a while ago and I'll, I'll spit it just cause if Drew, if Demoy Hodge had the season he had in Missouri and was 19 years old, I could have been a first round pick. I got to be honest. I don't know how high it would have been, but you know, if he's, if he's four, three or four years younger, there's a lot more upside there that I think teams would enjoy. But um, yeah. And then Kobe, I mean, it's been one game. Um, He looks strong. He, he did the, I know he had one play where he did the little post spin move that he really likes. Um, He knows when he's got smaller bodies on him and like, 
they were even remarking in the broadcast. They're like, this guy's six, seven, 250 pounds. <laughs> like this is this, he's going to create mismatches. Like, and, and he did to some extent, the, the shooting efficiency wasn't there. He's like four for 11 from the field, but I think that'll, you know, that could, that's something that can improve, but he looked good in at least the one game. I'm, I'm just excited to see these guys more and more. And, um, you know, I'm just ranting now, but yeah, Peyton, the, the teammate thing for Kobe was also frustrating me where it's like, you know, when, when he has some better, maybe playmakers around him, he'll be able to, they'll be able to kind of unleash maybe his full potential, but yeah, he looked good again. Both of them being older players were doing the things they know they were good at and they were limiting the mistakes. And I think that's sometimes the most important thing, especially for a guy like Demoy Hodge and getting a roster spot. Um, but if, if you two have any other, any other thoughts on either them or, or, and I hope Jonte and uh, Mark Smith play as well, but there you go. My, my last kind of thought just about the summer league, and I haven't watched until I said, haven't watched much of it in the last couple of years. Um, does it kind of feel like, like a G league just with more cameras on you? Cause I know that G league is a lot of selfish basketball and it, I know a lot that Peyton wasn't the only one. People were kind of in the group chat in our group in our basketball group chat talking about how they weren't really finding Kobe. I mean, is it selfish yeah. basketball? It's I think it's it's tricky because I don't think these players are meaning to be selfish. I do understand it because everyone's mm-hmm. trying to prove themselves to all these people that are in the audience. I think it's also just tough because you're throwing a bunch of college or international stars all together on the court without any real like chance to gel and like figure out how each other play and play off of each other. That's one, not really the goal of it and too hard to do when you have, you know, Kobe Brown joining Jason Preston from Ohio and um, I'm blanking on like everyone else that was on his team, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all these, all these guys, it, it makes it hard. And like, I even noticed that with like Webb and Yama, like they were just triple teaming him and Webb and Yama couldn't really do anything. Cause it's like, well, I haven't played, I don't have any chemistry with these guys. I think that I, that in my opinion makes the summer league harder to, to, I guess, judge how, you know, the player will fit in, in a good kind of team system and setup. Cause you also don't have the head coaches of most of these teams, the actual head coaches coaching the, the mm-hmm. summer league squads either. Yeah, I know. I saw the Rockets. Most of the starters uh, were sitting on the side, the yeah. sidelines of a game, and so was uh, blanking right now. The Rockets, the new Rockets head coach. Um, oh, Adoka. Adoka. Adoka is sitting there, and it's like he can't. He's not coaching these guys. He's just kind of watching. It's, yeah, I always think that's funny for the summer league. It is. It's it's a chance for individuals to really kind of like you know we had Keontae George who played for the Jazz against Kobe last night had like 34 points and he was mm-hmm. a lottery pick. So that's, it, it creates moments like that where one guy can kind of take over, but it's harder for I think more team oriented players to really show off what they can kind of offer. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that Kobe and Des Moines won't, you know, certainly have their impact and smart NBA minds, which are on the Clippers and Lakers. will will still see that and value that, but mm-hmm. Yeah. I could I could nerd out about this a lot. I I love the summer league and and we'll see how they play in the you know I'm sure Kobe will spend probably a little time in the G League. I'm sure Demoy will as well with the the South Bay Lakers, um, whose games by the way are very funny to watch because they play in like a legit legit practice gym and it it's like bad cameras. It looks like a high school, game, <laughs> but um, you know maybe Des like Moyle. there's just like no seating at all. No, it's like it's like authentic like three rows of bleachers camera uh-huh. and you can see like the ownership boxes above it all it's their yeah. games to watch that's fun um, but yeah i don't know do you all have any other 
any other summer league things? I know I kind of I, I kind of took I, I hijacked the the basketball nerding segment. No, I mean hit on your quick hits now. Oh yeah, all of all of tweets and stuff too. I'm sure following along, but I'm excited to see how those two develop. Um, other Mizzou news. Um, we're just going to run through these kind of headlines quick. Uh, we had today, I believe, on Sunday, we saw that one of Mizzou football's 2024 commits, three-star Jackson Hancock, um, just listed as an athlete right now, was invited to the All-American Bowl. And guys, that's that's like pretty. It's pretty prestigious for for a three-star to get at least invited to, right? That's a that's a pretty solid all, as far as high school football All-Star games go. Yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah, I don't know that much about it. I just, uh, I, it hopefully will put some people that were concerned about his offer list at ease. Um, but yeah, I don't know too much about it. There's a couple out there that kind of pop up. I mean, the All American Bowl is right around like I think it's the, um, well, this is the Adidas one, correct? So like, there's the Under Armour All American. There's, um, yeah. So it's it's in the top three. There's I mean, a bunch of them. USA. The U.S. the U.S. Army one is a big one too. This is up there with those with those ones. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think it's just good to probably have these these Mizzou commits, like you said, getting exposure. It's more tape, if if mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, other thing, just a reminder, we we hit on it every show because there's been so much recruiting stuff. But July twelfth um, will be the announcement date for Brian Huff, the four star linebacker, who of course has some Mizzou buzz. So we'll have that uh, regardless for Friday's show. Um, whether or not he commits to the Tigers. Peyton, basketball-wise, you have a, a, a bit of words on a 2024 um, recruit who has links to, to Mizzou as well, right? Yeah, Dallas Thomas, he's a four-star uh, from Little Rock, Arkansas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, you're right, I believe. He he uh, is pretty highly rated four-star, uh, although he's had a bit of a strange uh, recruitment. Um Arkansas has seemed to have cooled on him very, very much. So um, Memphis has seemingly, I mean, he didn't even post Memphis on his Instagram story and he posted the other four that are in his top four. Uh, Memphis seems to be out of it. Um, and he's committing tonight. And I, it, it appears he's going to be going to Clemson uh, on three gives it like a 90 something percent. I know you looked at it, Kenny. Um, it was something high. Uh, he yeah. was at the Peach Jam last week. Uh, of course, Mizzou's coaching staff was there. He did not have a, a great showing there. Uh, of course, he is super young. He is a guy that may need to develop. Those are guys that Dennis and Co. seem to like, but that maybe scares them off. Uh, re- we really don't know uh, where that's gonna, what the case is there. Um, but it does appear he's gonna go to Clemson and not Mizzou. Yeah, so we'll have a uh, we'll have that possibly breaking news like we did. We had that uh, last show. We might go two for two on breaking commit news. And I think yeah, maybe it's over- like midnight or something. Oh, okay, ridiculous. well then, yeah. never mind. That's dumb. Wow, that's disrespectful to the journalists. There, I gotta I gotta be mm-hmm. honest, Mister Thomas. Um, only other thing I had, uh, I saw Krista Schweitzer, of course, track and field, Mizzou track and field legend. Um, she got fifth at the ten thousand meter at the. Um, uh, USA track and field outdoor championships, 32, 32, 10. She always, she always seems to kill it in some of those Olympic qualifiers and track and field events. Mizzou's Mizzou pumps out a, a fair few. I feel like of, of some of them who just compete on like the national level. What is it? Cox, the wrestler is one of them. Mm-hmm. Brenton Jayden, Cox, Jayden, yeah. 
yeah, yeah or Jaden Cox. Jaden Cox. Brenton Cox was the edge rusher from Florida that got kicked <laughs> off. The team. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wrestling, wrestling powerhouse. So, um, there you go. Congrats to her. Always good to be in the at least near podium for uh for some of those Olympic sports. But uh, yeah, um, basketball, men's basketball players at the next level hoop, and we're gonna see. We'll be we'll be following along. Um, I know I, at least I will in my, in my summer league, um, excursion. So yeah, we'll see how Kobe and Des Moines continue to do. see if Mark Smith can delight Peyton, make some threes for the defending <laughs> champ nuggets. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, with that, we will, uh, segue over to quick hits. Okay. Uh, quick hits time. Kenny start us off jerseys of the weekend. Jersey of the weekend. Um, I've already made my BJ Harris joke before on the show. I'm not going to make it again, but former, uh, backup running back for the Mizzou Tigers, BJ Harris, as my jersey of the weekend, he committed to Central Michigan, a pretty late commit, to be honest. I know we're in the midst of some summer camp going on here. Some of those guys are probably still lingering around um, each program. Uh, but the 5'9", running back from Chattanooga, Tennessee, is headed um, to join the Chippewas of Central Michigan. Fun fact, though, when, the, when Mizzou played Central Michigan in 2021, which was B.J. Harris's freshman year, he did not see the field. And the game was a little bit closer than what many expected. I know Peyton uh, lost his voice that game. Um, so that was uh, an interesting one because I thought maybe they, he, he played against them. Never did. Nope. He played a good, good amount of games uh, his freshman and sophomore year. So, yep. There you go. Uh, my jersey of the weekend, uh, moving on from, gosh, what was uh, B.J. Harris, a fourth string running back? Yeah. <laughs> I had no, a, I had was, no memory. He was of a BJ. backup running back. He was on the depth <laughs> chart as the backup. Because yeah, I remember that. Drinkwood yeah. circulated oh. starters. He circulated backups. So they're love that. Uh, yeah. Moving to a fourth place manager, uh, AJ Hinch is my jersey of the weekend because he threw a no hitter. Um, I know he obviously didn't pitch, but it was his no hitter because that's what combined no hitters are. He pushed all the right buttons. Uh, he threw the least memorable no hitter of all time Matt Manning, uh, Sean Reed Foley. And I believe then it was Alex Lang, former mm-hmm. Cub farmhand. Uh, they combined to throw a no hitter against the still underwhelming Toronto Blue Jays. This is possibly AJ Hinch's fourth no hitter as a manager. I think. Well, he I know he has with the, the Aaron Astros. Sanchez. So the Aaron Sanchez combined no hitter, Justin Verlander, oh. 2019. That's September. Justin Verlander's. AJ Hinch doesn't get that one. No, he gets it. He was there. He was in the dugout. He 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 was one who penciled Verlander in to pitch that game, and then the, the and Robinson Torino's to catch him. Um, the third one is uh, a good old friend Mike Fires, twenty fifteen. So your favorite pitcher? Not twenty fifteen. Twenty seventeen. I want to look that up. Regardless, keep talking, Jack. Regardless, Jack. Uh, my jersey oh, my of the week. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing soccer. Uh, I have Christian Pulisic, uh, who has found a new home. I did a. Uh, soccer jersey last week because a Bayer Leverkusen signed a midfielder. Um, but Christian Pulisic, of course, America's true son. Uh, he's on the move. He was at Chelsea for a couple of years. He's going to AC Milan. They purchased him for $24 million after, I think it's like, I don't even remember how many seasons he's had with Chelsea, but very up and down. He went through five coaches while he was there, um, became the first American to score in a Champions League semifinal game, the first American to win that competition the same season. Um, and yeah, I think AC Milan's a good, uh, a good new home for him. Still only 24, plenty of time to blossom, need some good seasons ahead of him before, um, we win the world cup in 2026. Uh, also shout out to, uh, Brendan Aronson and Ricardo Pepe, two guys who are also on the world cup team. Uh, they also transferred to 
new clubs this summer. So Americans on the move in the uh, in the soccer realm. They're also playing right now, trying to beat Canada for another Mickey Mouse tournament. So game got delayed. Hasn't started. <laughs> he uh, he joined Chelsea in 2019. So in Dortmund, I guess sold him there. Yeah. 98 yep. appearances, 20 goals. There you go. Found the back in that 20 times. Um, it was 2015 on that Mike Fires no hitter. Um, very fun that you kept you're bringing soccer back into the show. We are a soccer show. We are a soccer um, show. As this... everyone will see this fall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, spelling bee of the week. Uh, we're not going to talk about this game at all, but uh, I brought it up earlier. We're going to do all-star <laughs> futures game uh, players. And that's, that's how we're going to do it this week. I'm not going to, Peyton's not allowed to go first on any of these. Jack is going to go first on all of them. Um, let's Jose start Siri? off with an easy one. Nick York, Boston Red Sox. I'm assuming it's York like the candy bar. So I will go, oh, unless this is an NIC instead of an NICK, but I'll just go NICK, Y-O-R-K, York. Nope. Incorrect. Y O R K E. Correct. All right. Uh, Jack, number two, uh, Justin Henry Malloy from Detroit. Uh, so is, is Henry Malloy hyphenated nope. last name? Justin Henry is, is a hyphenated oh, first okay. name. J U S T I N hyphen. Nope. Peyton. What? Wait, say it. His name is Justin Henry Malloy. Yep. And Jack got uh, Justin wrong. Uh, so it's J U S T Y N. Correct. Henry Malloy, uh, H-E-N-R-Y hyphen M-A. The hyphen is in the first name. We brought that up. Wow. Um, Move on. M-A-L-L-O-Y. There you go. Peyton got it. All right, Jack. uh, Next one. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Um, Jonathan Cannon. Should be an easy one. Okay. Jonathan J O N A T H A N. Yep. C A N N O N, as in the thing that goes boom. Yes. Correct. You got it. All right. Uh, uh, Jack, for the last one, could get it four for four here. Wendy's. National League up here. Um, Mike Vazil. Vazil or Fuzil? Vazil. Mike Vazil. Okay. M I K E? Is it like Vizil or Vazil? Is it legit V? Transil. I. Okay. V. U. Okay, Peyton. V A. Oh, S I L. Correct. There you go. You guys went four for four. It's a little uh, yep. patting you on the back, though, Jack. You, you got one right. You got one right without without Peyton, though. I hate this mm-hmm. segment. Good. All right. Uh, best beats of the week. Um, after further review, uh, Peyton's beat was flipped. I originally gave him the win. I had the date wrong. I think when we were talking about it, we gave a different oh, date, but then we got the game. I, was, I didn't remember what happened with that scandal, but good job. So there was a good sportsmanship. It was July 8th, and then I was like, oh, Peyton, did the Cubs win today? He was like, yes, but my beat was for Friday, which the Cubs did win, and but the Cubs lost, right? Is that how it was, Peyton? Yeah, they lost Friday. They lost. No, the Cubs lost Saturday. Saturday. They won Friday. won Friday. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They did win so Friday. So Peyton originally, I originally had it set as Saturday, which would have hit for him. But he had the game for Friday, which didn't hit. So the record right now is four and six for Jack and Peyton. And I am eight and three. Uh, my my, bit, my best beat of the week, Peyton and I are going to go opposite of each other here. Um, it's for the All-Star game on Tuesday. I got the American League minus 108 on the money line. And I have the National League minus 102 simply because the American League can't win every time. That's true. 
yeah. good head to head. Eventually, they a... will lose. <laughs> we haven't had Wait. a head to head in a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the only reason we're doing this is because our favorite teams play in those leagues. So, no, mm-hmm. of course, there we are. As as you should. Uh, I'm doing team it... is an NL trader. I'm doing another. Bro, I'm doing another. Uh... I just wanted money. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Grant all you want. Um, I'm doing another Wimbledon bet. As you said, or as I've uh, said, I'm keeping the hat on until Wimbledon is over. I lost, as did Kenny uh, last show. Kenny, by the way, Francis Tiafo, I don't know if you watched it all, got destroyed. By yeah, the- I looked it up after. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but I'm doing uh, Stefanos. I always miss his name wrong, but it's like Sistapas. Uh, he's Greek. Minus 300 against Christopher Eubanks. Don't know who Christopher Eubanks is, but Stefanos is good. Um, Wimbledon Related is still fun. Through, through Eubanks. Yeah. It could be. Uh, today I watched a, a Ukrainian woman win in a tiebreaker against someone from <laughs> Belarus, and she uh, refused to shake the person from Belarus's hand because I guess that's like her whole thing is she doesn't shake Russians because of that whole thing, you know? Um, oh, and cool. the fans booed the fans booed the Belarusian player because they apparently didn't know that that's just like what the this Ukrainian player always does. And I thought it was quite funny. Um, and she still lost. So she's very down in the dumps. But shout out, a win for Ukraine today. And Wimbledon is still awesome. And if you can't see, you can go to the YouTube right now. Jack has a Ukraine painted like on his face. <laughs> he has a Ukraine flag painted on his face, not a Ukraine. Um <laughs> Just Dirty Bird is the weekend. Uh, Peyton brought this up earlier that the the Blue Jays got no hit. Um, they're my Dirty Birds. It looked like a team that could really compete in the National League East. Of course, the National League East is a little bit better than some some of these other divisions, like the the AL Central, or sorry, the American League East. Um, but in the American the American League Central, a team from there no hit them, so they're the Dirty Birds of the weekend. Is wasn't now it the first time? Go Wasn't ahead. it the first time in like over a hundred years that they gave up a no hitter or that they got a no hitter like the game after surrendering more than a dozen runs? I thought I saw that somewhere. That could be true. That would make I sense because they lost um, like twelve one the game before or something, and then mm-hmm. then did that. The Tigers or the Blue Jays did or the Tigers? Yeah, did? yeah, that's what I looked up. But shout out. Uh, uh, the Tigers 20... lost twelve to two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then no hit them. Yeah, there Kenny's Tigers uh, back in the winner's circle. Um, Without Jake my Bruce dirty Nick. bird of the week is uh, yeah, sorry to hear that. Uh, is Paul Skeens uh, the first overall pick? I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. I've never actually heard it pronounced. Pretty sure it's Skeens. Yeah, it's Skeens. Um, <laughs> the reason he's a you may be asking why is he a dirty bird? He was from LSU because he was a Falcon, an Air Force Falcon, the year before he was a uh, dirty Tiger. He was a dirty bird. Uh, so now he's a first overall pick. He's a buckaroo now. Um, Pirates uh, passed on Dylan Cruz for Mr. Skeenies, uh, Mr. Skens, Skenes, uh, Skenes. Uh, <laughs> this is, is going to turn oh, yeah. into one of those names for Peyton in baseball where he just he won't pronounce it correctly, even though he knows how to pronounce it. Or a watch. What, 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 am I, what one other ones do I do? Who's the right fielder for the Padres, Peyton? Fernando Tatis. There you go. <laughs> I still don't. He does that with Wodge too. Um, yep. You mean uh, Wojnarowski? Yeah, Adrian <laughs> Wojnarowski. Uh, yeah, good dirty bird shot. Congrats, uh, Paul. Go, Fa- go Falcons. Um, my dirty bird of the week is actual birds, and particularly uh, birds in relationships. Uh, according to Explorer's Web, don't know how reliable this website is. Uh, birds <laughs> go through breakups, and they are on the rise. Uh, causes of 
This include the environment. They say climate change is making the water hotter, which means like less birds go there to like mate. So none are, they're not finding, they're, they're breaking up. Um, and then they also say that male birds cheat on female birds uh, more often than female birds cheat on male birds. Um, and then the other one they said was long distance. Male birds get lost on the way to their breeding sites and then end up just breaking up. So, you know, for those down bad humans, you know, maybe become a birder. I don't know. <laughs> you might find some some companions. He's talking about himself, Peyton. They're very I think this is a no. This is this is a perfect time to bring up the bet from the NBA Finals. No, it's not. I had, I had a listener text me uh, yesterday or today or yesterday asking me what the bet was because because we wouldn't say it on here. One <laughs> day we'll won't. say it. We'll, we'll make yeah. another bet and I can release the bet about okay. what that was. One day you wouldn't do but it. Yeah, birds, here's what it was. Are... Best thing I learned this week: El Caballo Kitty. Um. Eduardo Escobar, he is deathly afraid of cats. Who is, and if you don't know it, who Eduardo Escobar is, Google it. I'm not your almanac. Um, so he is a former Diamondback. His form and uh, his Dodger, bleh, his former Diamondback teammate David Peralta, now on the Dodgers, um, thought it would be a hilarious idea to bring a fake cat onto the field while the Angels were warming up in case Eduardo Escobar around the stadium eduardo escobar just literally screamed ah! and like started full-on sprinting away from david peralta and his fake cat he went up into the stands and ran up on like he was gonna go to the concourse to get away from this thing uh so that's the best thing i learned this week uh david yeah i really did not expect you to read that when i wrote it on there for you el caballo kitty I, I did not expect you to read it Oh, I wrote that down. No, I wrote it down. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. Uh, last week we spent a lot of time on the best thing I learned, a little more time than we needed to, about uh, Victor Wembanyama and Britney hey, Spears. Pop culture. Um, These things happen. So, so we learned a little bit more about what happened. Britney Spears released a pretty long um, statement to her social media saying what happened. She went up to Victor Wembanyama, tapped him on the shoulder. He was going to say something, and then she got slapped. Uh, her glasses fell off her face. Uh, the best thing that came out of this, no charges were pressed, n- uh, filed. Nothing is going to happen out of it. Best thing that came out of it is that people found videos of Britney Spears playing basketball. She's a hooper. <laughs> she is really good at basketball, and she can pass between her legs. She can pass behind her back. I mean, Ooh. she's, like, just banging shots, not even jumping. I mean, she sounds like the shot perfect- is wet. She I mean, sounds vi- like the perfect playmaker for Victor Webanyama. There Maybe we go. This is, this is the full circle we get. I think the um, best um, thing I saw out of this was uh, Britney oh, yeah. Spears' stan accounts after <laughs> uh, after Wemby went two for 13 for just posting his miscues on Twitter. It was so funny. There, did, you, did you see the edit of uh, her dunking on him? I did yes, not. I did see that. So someone that someone had an edit of her. like It's just a photo of him because he got dunked on by Kai Jones of the Hornets and someone yeah. just photoshopped Britney Spears. <laughs> People were just playing like Britney Spears songs over the vi- over those videos too, and yeah. posting them to Twitter. I mean, that, that's a, f- I mean, he he was rocked. I mean, that whole altercation. I mean, the, the next game he had sh- was shooting fifteen percent, like Peyton said. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he's going to respond from this. It might he might be the biggest bust in NBA draft history. They say Britney Spears in your head, Vic. What are you going to do about it, Vic? How are you going to respond, Vic? Yeah, it's a toxic, toxic. culture. I I was thinking about this a lot after our show, and the only uh, question I have is like. Britney Spears claims she just tapped him on the on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Victor Webanyama is seven five. 
We Britney talked Spears. about this. There's I, heels, I, Jack. Th- there's no way. Two foot heels. She she had the brand new heels those, and tippy toes. She had those big red boots on that that became super popular. That yeah. they make they make tippy toes defeats the purpose of heels. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it gives you maybe an extra centimeter. Because by the way, Eduardo Escobar it. plays for the Angels. There you go. So you are my he's, almanac. Thank he's you. also a U.S. citizen now. If you didn't know, there's yeah, there's your friend. I Two didn't points. know that, but happy for him. Yeah. Um, right right after you got traded. <laughs> My best thing I learned this week, uh, I, I was I just read this story um, about the soccer player named Sergio Rico. He's a goalkeeper, Spanish, played for PSG most recently. Um, and he also recently basically cheated death. Um, there's this really cool story in The Athletic about how he basically was traveling home to Spain after his club side PSG had won the uh, title for the season. Um, and in a freak accident, he was trampled on by a horse was in a coma for like 19 days with like brain injuries and all this stuff. Not, not a good situation at all. Um, definitely brought like the whole, I know like soccer world together when it happened. Um, but he is like, a, I believe has been fully released from the hospital now and is just like recovering at home and made like a miraculous recovery. The article said if the, if the horse had stepped somewhere that had been a certain more down, he, he could have like died from the incident. And it was just a, a, crazy miraculous story so i thought that would be um pretty cool to share um but yeah just made a and and like the end of the article said it it's unlikely he'll ever play again but it's not like impossible that he could even make a a comeback to playing soccer again so pretty pretty just wild stuff and obviously had a had a happy ending to an otherwise freakish story what's bringing the mood down he played for PS. Okay, sorry. He played for PSG. It's like it's a good story. It's not a bad story. Was no, it is a PSG. good story. Way better than ours. Um, he had no. he, he was Spanish. Um, he had a, a has a decent career as a goalkeeper. Was about to sign a nice. new um contract. So I'm sure PSG they seemed very like cordial about it, and will I'm sure be honoring him and stuff going forward. But there you go, Sergio Rico. Freak freak accident. Be careful around horses. I guess I've I've learned they can kick you. I mean, they kick hard. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. All right. Uh, ratio of the week. Um, we're, we're checking out Peyton's burner account here. Uh, Brewer <laughs> Sooner on Twitter. You have earned ratio of the week. Here's the tweet. Ellie is just a tall track star that can put the ball in play and occasionally hit a ball far. I mean, Peyton is one of Ellie Daily Cru- or Ellie Daily Cruz's biggest haters, literally. And this tweet came out to 169 replies, 181 quote tweets, and 36 likes. Um, not the biggest ratio, but he left it up. I mean, it's been up for over a day now. Um, Take but your lumps, also, kid. yeah, and, and Peyton, uh, this is a good burner account name. I mean, Brewer Sooner, Milwaukee Brewer fan, and an Oklahoma Sooner fan. It's just like <laughs> mediocrity, mediocrity, right there. Mediocrity. Hey, Medioc- all I'm saying mediocrity. is, took took two out of three of those games. We're coming for the central. That's all I'm saying. Okay, never mind. It's Jack's. It's Jack's. (laughs) Spy burner. burner. Mm -hmm. Here's a a fun fact. Hornstown's shop follows Brewer Sooner on Twitter. Oh. There you go. Good fact. Um, All right. Good quick hits, everybody. Um, Some some interesting stuff. Glad the the Brittany Wemby saga is over. I really thought we were going to get to a point that said in 15 years we would be doing this show and Kenny would be saying, don't Google Victor Webb and Yama Brittany Spears. (laughs) Um, with that we will uh, segue over and finish the show with some baseball talk okay uh, we're going to finish the show up with a little baseball talk we have um, the MLB all-star game and festivities coming up uh, here starting tomorrow um, with of course the the best event of all of the events the home run derby so Kenny Payton 
you, I, I stole the floor for NBA. You guys can go off first. We all made our brackets, so we'll all say mm-hmm. ours and, and may the best man win. But um, go for it. All-star game, home run derby. Only thing I know is that Macklemore is like been the MC of all the commercials, and I think that's really funny. But uh, what are we what are we watching and and get rocking and rolling with the uh, home run derby predictions? All right, I think so. You said you're not going to submit your Zach, or Jack, so I'm thinking that we can maybe well, build I'll, a I'll, point I'll submit system it amongst us three. I just meant yeah, on yeah. The site I meant on I the website. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. to do that. It's fine. I mean, there's a bunch of questions in there too. Ask you for like the longest home run, who's going to hit the longest home run, how many home runs. I had to be. Google that. Yeah, yeah, I ain't doing all put, that. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. It's like too much numbers. thinking. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we could we could maybe make like a point system off this. So like if you get a okay. first round one right, we could do. How about we you get do a one point. point, a yeah. point. Second mm-hmm. round, you get two. If you get like, and if you get either of them right, and then the champion in the the final, we could do three points. I like if you it. Get Works the final for me. Right. Yeah. Sound. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, let's look at the first uh, first round. Uh, Luis Roberts and Adley Rutschman. I. I mean, Peyton and I talked about this. I think Lewis Roberts is just going to walk away with the first round. Yeah, no disrespect to Adley. He's the best catcher in baseball. No chance he knocks off uh, La Pantera here. Yeah, Peyton I picked, also L, has... I picked L. Robert Jr. too. Um, I think he's uh, <laughs> he's got the the edge. Adley, he's a little bit younger, right? Rookie? Mm, Luis Robert might be younger He's not him. a rookie. He's a second rounder now. He's a second year. Yeah, um, second year, yeah. I think Luis Robert might be younger than him. Oh wow! Okay, well, I got him. Uh, La Pantera was called up quite early, so Let's see. But um, uh, they're the same age; they're both twenty-five now. So yep. there you go. All okay, right. uh, second round. This could be a good one. Um, a guy that's nicknamed El Bombi, and then Randy Rosarena, who tore open or tore up the uh, World Baseball Classic. I just cannot pick. I can't pick against my my fellow Ranger. I mean, I'm a Rangers fan through and through. And with a nickname like El Bombi, and he's turning it up. He's turning it up this season back to his rookie ways. I got El Bombi walking away um, in the first round. Yeah, no, I do agree with that assessment. Uh, This, I think, has maybe the closest of the first round, which is fitting. It's the Mm -hmm. 4-5. I like a Rosarena. Would not surprise me at all if he won this round. Um, But I do also have El Bombi, uh, Adelisco Garcia, um oh oh my gosh think of this matchup former cardinal reject outfielders that turned into this bigger, i just realized the cardinals. That. yeah um god what a great organization they are um <laughs> we got we gotta just find a way at this point to get a cardinals jab in every episode because we just keep doing it's it. our bit so now. we almost yeah. went we yeah. almost went the whole the whole show without mm-hmm. one <laughs> they couldn't escape el bombi i got him moving on here I also picked yeah. El Bombay. So Bombay. Same reasons. Bombay. Clearly we're all on the same page of ball knowledge here. Continue mm-hmm. on, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was kind of a toss-up for me. I mean, Vlad, everyone knows that he has the power to hit home runs. He only has 13 on the season. And through the first two months of the season, he didn't have a home run at home. And so I'm not really leaning there. I know like Vlad and Randy Rosarino are two guys that can get hot with the bat and they, they can really light it up. But I like Mookie. I think he's fast. I think he can get those balls over the wall. And once it's over the wall, back up there, he's going to swing again. And I think that's that's going to be his game. His game is going to be to not hit as many hard, you know, far home runs, but just get over the wall, just line drive home runs as quickly as he can to get more opportunities. And I got Mookie uh, getting out of the first round. Pretty chalk so far, though. 
Now, I do like your in-depth breakdown. I like your reasoning there. But at the end of the day, I honestly think you're overanalyzing. Kicks dig the long ball, Kenny. And that's all Vlad does. Now, he has look, 13 this year. That's half of what Mookie has. Yeah, this is the home run derby. <laughs> it's not like a guy's throwing It's a testament to the to season. Um, and look, he's not doing The first much. time uh, Vlad was in it, he was not. he should not have been in it. Like, it was a rookie that did not have a ton of home runs. And he made it all the way to the finals. Um, so I like Vlad here. Um, I think he's going to come with a vengeance. Uh, I'll give I'll give Mookie the edge in one important department. I think he's got better stamina. But in the first round, I think that matters a little less. And I think that Vlad will put on a show. I have Vlad. He's saving the home runs that he hasn't hit in the regular season for the Derby. All right. Uh, last the last um, matchup in the first round, Pete Alonso versus Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez, of course, knows this ballpark well. Um, this is the T-Mobile home run derby at T-Mobile Park. Ah, ah, uh, I'm really hoping. Coincidence? I, I think I brought this up last show. Um, that I think I think they should do the the flight um, voucher promotion that he has with um, Canadian Airlines uh, for this game. So any person that catches a home run gets a free round trip flight. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but I mean, I can't pick against Pete Alonzo. He's guy's an animal. He's a monster. He's locked in. Someone could tap him on the shoulder. He wouldn't feel it. The, the guy is just home runs, home runs, home runs. And he's going to be telling the, telling his, his pitcher to throw it again, throw it again, throw please it again, throw it again, please, throw it again. Um, yeah, this is the matchup that I just, I don't care about. Um, because Pete Alonzo, in my mind, his allure disappeared when he finally lost in the home run derby. Not even in the finals, mind you. Um, and J-Rod, I mean, he's a great young player. I just I don't really think he's going to best Pete Alonso in this one. I think this is the true 1-8 matchup when you really mm-hmm. think about it. You're both wrong. I can't pick against my MVP. Give me the King Julio. All hail King Julio. <laughs> I he got in Julio! He got into the all-star game just because of his glove. And then it was like a pity thing because he was a Mariner and he's supposed to be the face of the franchise. Don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, second round. Uh, Luis Robert, Elise Garcia is what I have. I think we all have that one right now. Um, I just, I don't always like going chalk in home run derbies unless your name is Pete Alonso. So I'm going to move here with El Bombi. I can't pick against El Bombi. El Bombi's going to get hot and he knows this ballpark well. He plays in the American League West. Um, he has 26 home runs on the season. Of course, Luis Robert also hitting the long ball pretty well this year. But, I mean, Alex Garcia's got some power, and I think he's going to get hot. Um, I, I flirted with picking El Bombi here. Uh, I, I considered it greatly. Wait, one second. One second. Uh, the Cubs yeah, drafted I know Matt Cubs. Shaw. Yeah, they okay. drafted Matt Shaw from Maryland. I saw that already. Okay. Um, Breaking news. But um, – I am going to go with La Pantera. I think it, it's kind of funny seeing the White Sox fan reaction. The first two tweets I saw from White Sox fans uh, when it was announced he was in was he's going to hit the longest home run in the Derby and he is going to set the whiff record for the Derby. <laughs> I think that is so funny. Um, I It would not shock me if Adelise wins this. Uh, and that would really... I'd feel bad for you, Kenny, because if he wins this, the Rangers are a team of destiny. Uh, I like the Rangers. They're my team. El Bombi. Stop this act. I hate Chase it. Madison, oh friend my. of the show, covers Nebraska <laughs> sports. We're both Rangers fans. I'm from I'm from DFW. 
are no, you're not. You're from, you should be ashamed. You've called it yeah, Southern I'm surprised Oklahoma. You can even say that. How can you yeah. stomach? You're so ashamed. Well, you've had heated discussions about I'm, that. I'm taking La Pantera here. Watch watch on YouTube. I'm doing my El Bombi impression. Yeah, check yeah, the YouTube. Uh, yeah, L. Robert Jr. is going to put the L in <laughs> L. Robert Jr. Uh, I got El Bombi going to the finals. El Bombi. All right. Uh, second matchup in the second round. Uh, Pete Alonso versus Mookie Betts is what I have. You guys have Vlad versus Pete Alonso. I got Pete moving nope. on. I, I think. I have Vlad okay. and Julio. <laughs> oh, you have Vlad and Julio. Oh, my gosh. Even worse. Um, <laughs> the two guys who won't make it. Uh, Pete Alonso, I have moving forward. Um, I do have Vlad. Oh, God. Cut this out. <laughs> no, leave it in. He's got a Charlie horse. No, yeah, I'm leaving this in. Pain is no, no, no. I swallowed my. YouTube pain is an oh. agonizing pain. <laughs> I swallowed my water so fast it like genuinely felt like it bubbled my pipe. Like it. Oh, that did not feel good at all. Um, what? but moving. Bubbled his pipe. I don't know how to explain it. What <laughs> what pipe does the water go down? Um, like your windpipe, esophagus. My my esophagus. It felt like my esophagus expanded. Like it felt really bad. Um, but anyways, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, Vlad Pete Alonso. I think this will be the showstopper. Uh, this is definitely it has the potential to be the round of the of the Derby. Um, and you know what? I'm going upset. I'm taking Vlad here. I think Vlad makes it to the finals. I think Pete goes home sad, continues just a nightmare of his season for the Mets. Uh, so yeah, give me Vlad. Oh, this is a rematch of when. Pete Alonso won his first one in the finals. Pete Vlad. Didn't Pete win his first one as a rookie? Was Vlad yeah, there? against Vlad. It was oh, against okay. Vlad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who I, I did have Julio Rodriguez in the first round, but he's really just in this all-star game for his glove and that he's supposed to represent the host team as the face of their franchise. So I think this, this is where feels, he falls. This feels familiar. That, 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 he's going to cut out my part of me talking about that and then act like he knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, championship game or the, the final, the championship. Uh, I got Adelise Garcia against Pete Alonso. I, I don't even remember who you guys have at the moment, uh, but I'm taking Adelise Garcia. El Bombi, El Bombi's gonna win it all. Um, the Rangers are a really good team. They've got a lot of power. Peyton, can you tell me what Nathan Eovaldi's gonna win at the end of the season, just real quick for everyone to know? You're right, a World Series trophy. No, Kenny. no, no, uh, no. An individual yeah, award. I've got, I've got. Um, so my my final, since you don't remember, is Luis Robert versus Vlad Guerrero. <laughs> and he disappeared, and he's back. <laughs> um, oh my I gosh! Going... Oh, wait, hold on. I'm watching the MLB draft right now. And the Red Sox are on the clock, and I just see Wally go- walk underneath, going. Wally, it's not what you think. Um. Yeah, I've got Vlad LaPantera. Again, another round that would have the ability to steal the show. And I know I said earlier conditioning and just stamina can doom guys in this. It doomed Vlad when he faced Pete Alonso in the finals. It doomed Kyle Schwarber uh, when he faced uh, Bryce Harper because he just ran out of energy. I mean, he was totally just like swinging as hard as he could. And it was just he had no energy left. Um but you know what? I think I think this is it. I think Vlad Guerrero Jr. shocks the world and as the sixth seed wins the home run derby. Now he's going to lose in the first round because I picked him and I am terrible at picking the home run derby, but still. 
it's such a toss-up. I mean, we could all be wrong. I mean, it yeah. could it could literally just be Randy Rosarena or Adley Rutschman just somehow wins this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack. I I, uh, I had a uh, I have El Bombi against Vlad Guerrero Jr. in the final as well. Uh, and you know, yeah, I I, I kind of wanted to pick uh, for Kenny's Rangers, but I actually also picked Vlad Guerrero Jr. You know, stamina is a big thing in the home run derby. He ran out uh, against a couple guys in the earlier years when he was playing. And I don't think he'll do it this time. I think Vlad Guerrero will, uh, will overcome that and win and take home the title. So I think I'm going to change all my answers and just do the lightest <laughs> players. I think that would be a lot easier. I just get like the lightest players. Mookie Betts is going to win it all there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to change my whole thing. I don't even care about who the rest of them are. I don't want to look up their weights. Can I let Wally, can I pick Wally to win? He uh, is a home run derby. This year, Jack, so no, you can't. Oh, unfortunate. All right, uh, I should, I should I'll do that one here. Just to do a mascot home run. Mascot home run derby. Put the best hitters in their team's mascots outfits. There you go. Um, all right, last thing, all-star game MVP. Uh, I guess it's going to be a toss-up because you have to choose. I have no if idea. If it's an American League um, or a National League player. Let me look at the American League team real quick. I have no idea, really. Uh, I'll go Corbin Carroll. <laughs> he, he's going to play? Uh, I believe he's still starting. I haven't seen anything otherwise. Okay. Um, I mean, I got to go with one of my Rangers. One of my guys. Is El Bombi starting? He's a starter, I right? Know. I don't know. I think he is. <sighs> Screw it. El Bombi, MVP. See if I'm MVP and winning the Derby. Yep. Do you the first player ever do it? No one's ever done that before. I no. do not believe so. Wow, it's kind of surprising. Uh, Devin Williams. See, in the I, don't, I don't have think. no. I have no other. He might not have even made it. I don't. Know I don't yet. think he made it. Shohei, that's my pick. Not pitching, but he might hit. I don't know. He should hit. He so, oh, yeah. he might not hit because he didn't get in as. Oh, he got in as the DH. So. There you go. Tani yeah, is we'll your MVP. Nice. Right. Uh, any other any other All-Star game things? Nope. No. <laughs> go watch the the third day of the MLB draft. It's the best day of all time, except for the Rule 5 draft in December. Wow. When the picks come flying in at 30 seconds apart, like you said. Yeah. Just you don't you can't even keep up. There you go. Um, okay, so wait. So Kenny, you had El Bombay and Peyton and I have Vlad Guerrero Jr. There you go. One of Correct. those two will win the home run derby. There's no point in watching it. Just come watch a show and you will have um, all the right answers. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back uh, on Friday. We'll have uh, Peyton and Kenny can brag whoever wins the all-star game for their bet. Um, we'll have some, a little bit more Mizzou news. I'm sure as well. Maybe some more Hodge Kobe Brown updates root for one of them to drop a 30 burger or something like that against, uh, against one of these other summer league teams. But yeah, that'll do it uh, for the unwritten rule. Everyone have a fun and safe week. See you Friday. So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? 
source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 